Welcome to KISS FAQ Song Stories. In this series, we'll focus on the histories of some of KISS's best and least known songs. In this episode, and on the eighth day, originally released on KISS's Lick It Up album in 1983. Essentially, this song was constructed by Gene Simmons and Vinnie Vincent for using parts of the original demo for Boys Are Gonna Rock, which was recorded by Vinnie's then-band Warrior in mid-1982. Working with Vinnie on song ideas, Gene recalled in Behind the Mask, songwriting was a rapid process due to Vinnie's lyrical and musical talents. The title and the chorus have the distinctive Gene Simmons fingerprint. Seems likely that the rest of the lyrics were by Vinnie. The song, which would be sequenced as the closing song on the Lick It Up album, was built around the original verse from Vinnie's Warrior song. Parts of the lyrics from the original first verse would be kept in a rearranged form. Be changed to the, the sky is falling and the wheels of life are grinding out a brand new beat. The streets are burning with the call of the wild, and I can feel the heat. The original Boys Are Gonna Rock was born soon after Vinnie met Kiss. He connected with members of the band New England who had recently split up. Hirsch Gardner told Rock Arena. Just after we broke up, Vinnie Vincent and Lanny Petz, vice president at Epic Records, both called me within one week of each other and told me about this guitarist, Vinnie Cassano. So I called Vinnie and invited him to Boston to jam with myself, Jimmy Waldo, and Gary Shea. We immediately hit it off. Within days, we were cranking out tunes like Gypsy, Back on the Streets, and other great Vinnie songs. The band soon relocated to Los Angeles and continued to develop their material. They put together a demo for CBS Records, which was then shopped to other labels as the band attempted to get signed. Interestingly, Warrior were recording at the record plant, conveniently with Kiss still there working on their album, Creatures of the Night, on which Vinnie was also doing some session work. Despite the apparent strength of the material Warrior was generating, none of the labels were interested in them. Some of the material they were working on was also tested out by KISS, notably the song idea titled Betrayed, which was recently included on the Creatures of the Night 40th Anniversary Super Deluxe Edition. By the end of the summer of 1982, Warrior's attempts to get signed came to an abrupt end when Vinnie signed on with KISS to become their touring guitarist. After leaving KISS in April 1984, Vinnie revived Boys Are Gonna Rock and redeveloped it into something that would make a bold statement for his new musical vision. Thank you. 
Going solo allowed him to play the flashy style that he wanted to pursue with hammer-ons, fast scales, and other techniques that were popular with guitarists at the time. These were the sorts of things that he suggested that Kiss didn't think were part of their image that had led to a lot of the friction with the band. Vinnie admitted as much in a Kerrang! interview. I'm the sort of person who has to be in total control of my own art. I'm a problem child, especially with them, because I always wanted to do things my way. As a solo artist, he could do it his way, and be the guitar-featured band that he wanted to be, but that Gene and Paul supposedly didn't allow. Oddly, their next guitarist would be the same sort of player that Vinnie became after leaving the band. Hirsch Gardner suggested that he and Vinnie reunited after Vinnie's tenure came to an end. New sources at the time reported that the pair were working together in October 1984. They apparently worked on material for a period of around six months, material that became the bulk of the Invasion album, according to Hirsch, before, again according to Hirsch, Vinnie disappeared, taking all of the music with him. Boys Are Gonna Rock was one of the three demos recorded that helped secure a record deal with Chrysalis Records. He recorded the demo in 1985 with Dana Strum, Robert Fleischman on lead vocals, and Pat Benatar and former Derringer band drummer Myron Grombacher. Vinnie later suggested that the Chrysalis A&R had only heard this song before signing him to an eight-album, $4 million deal, which was purportedly the label's biggest in their history to date. According to Bobby Rock, in that act lay the demise of the Invasion singer who had been under the impression that he'd have a partnership with Vinnie when signing a deal with a record label. The song's preeminence was such that it was included with Animal as a pink promotional 7-inch single in a picture sleeve demanding, Are You Ready to Rock? The song was also chosen to represent the Invasion album with a video shot in Compton, directed by Jeff Stein. Rumors and the likes of Circus Magazine suggested that members of cast and crew had to sign affidavits, swearing them to secrecy regarding the video's story, sets, and special effects. The video took a page out of the Who's book, not surprising with Jeff's history with that band, including his directing The Kids Are Alright. Therefore, Wanton Destruction played an important role in the video, being as over-the-top as the music Vinnie was channeling. Interestingly, Jeff had also directed Billy Idol's Rebel Yell video. The video took more than 40 hours to shoot and was done under the supervision of fire marshals due to the amount of pyrotechnic destruction, though band members did also question the sanity of the pyro guy. Apparently, nearly half the shoot was dedicated to the ending of the song. Vinnie suggested that his demands for authenticity in the video resulted in the destruction of eight of his custom Jackson guitars. Jeff recounted that video shoot in the book I Want My MTV, only remembering, My crew and I had a 36-hour day once. It was for the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. I can't remember the name of the video. Would you? 
Apparently one crew member's sole function was to stand ready with a wet blanket in case Vinny's highly flammable, hairspray-loaded Tina Turner do end up in flames. He was, after all, the one with half a gallon of hairspray running around in flames. New vocalist Mark Slaughter appeared in the video lip-syncing over the original vocal. It was his first time in the pure frontman role rather than a singing guitarist. It was literally his baptism by fire. Bobby also details some important factors about the video shoot in his book, The Boy is Going to Rock, detailing that it was the first time the band had ever played or performed together in the same room, and that they hadn't even rehearsed as a unit at that point. Bobby had hastily painted some symbols with pink house paint, rendering them useless as percussive devices. The video debuted on MTV on Halloween night 1986, and the song remained a core part of the Invasion sets until their demise in August 1988. As for Kiss, they never performed, and on the eighth day, and it's faded into history as one of their lesser-known tracks. Yeah, 